outside. Yes, Mickey with less than a sixteenth to go. What the hill? A short lead. Lindy the Great to the inside. Yes, Mickey coming to the wire. It's What the Hill and David Miller winning the pocket sitter turned first over attacker. What the hill? And behind them, Dover Dan from in third. International money still got work to do. They're in deep stretch, and here comes What the Hill and Miller on the outside. What the hill converting off the pocket trip to win the Canadian Tronic Classic. He won it by three going away. It's What the Hill. Third, three quarters, 124 and two into the stretch. Looks like a Chippendale appears to be on the verge. Crazy Wild trying to fend him off. Room at the rail for What the Hill. He's raging late and uh, in heavy traffic is Pinkman on the far outside. Dason trying to close in, but off the rail comes What the Hill, the three-year-old. What the Hill to seal his division. What the Hill, then Dason. And then it was Pinkman third and Mambo Lindy fourth. What the Hill in one. Rightio, welcome ladies and gentlemen to Talking Trotters for What the Hill and the team at Woodland Stud. So uh, thank you very everyone that is joining me. Been a big Big, big week in uh, trotting um, just gone by. Uh, don't think I've been turn that up any further. Hopefully uh, it'll pick me up okay. Might just do an audio check just while we're... Uh... Uh, yeah, that won't work because it's on that as well. So hopefully the audio is going okay. We'll do, do a check on this one. Might be the way to... Uh... Yep, that's good. Okay, so uh, it just looks a bit soft, but I think it's um, okay. I might have to, I'm not sure why it's got so long. soft, actually. Being away for a couple of days, these things, we might try and just uh, get it up to the mouth. Right, been a big week for Trotters, and huge uh, thank you to Woodlands for all their continued support, um, especially with What the Hill Who Stands. $7,000 here in, uh, $7,700, sorry, here in Australia was $7,000 plus the GST in New Zealand. He was a winner of $1.3 million in stakes, 12 wins, eight placings, 151 for Champion Trotter, uh, leaving his mark, including the win of Kiss and Run at Auckland on Friday night, just gone. Um, that is uh, Jazanowski um, out in front for Dr. Luck Chin. She's kissing runs a horse getting into fourth uh, now. Uh, Peter Ferguson took the drive. Joe Stevenson drains. So it brings up win number three from 14 starts with five seconds and a third and $56,000 in stakes. Entertaining little race it actually was um, with plenty of moves going on, but she was able to get the chockies and bring up another win. And uh, he secured his uh, three-year-old trotting sire uh, of the year uh, in New Zealand, so he will be the leading sire in New Zealand, plus uh, going terrific in the USA and here in Australia. There is, um, I, think, I know there's 15 trotters in the Queensland sales catalogue for Nutrient uh, coming up, the Sunshine Stars one, and we're going to be talking about those in a sec, because we're going to have Greg, uh, Greg Sugars coming on, and I think there's at least three What the Hills um, in that too, so don't forget sales are coming around very shortly, so there'll be plenty um, going on in there. If you are on watching on Facebook, please feel free to get involved in the show. Just got to get something off there. Thank you. Uh, please feel free to get involved with the show via the comment section. And if you are uh, watching on YouTube, send in a comment and I will be able to get in touch with those. Been a big week in trotting though. Uh, plenty happening. A little good story just at the minute though. Karen Manning had her first track 
first drive back on GC Calder, late pickup drive. Um, she ran third in her first drive back after having a long break off, and she was able to get the chockies with GC Calder uh, for Luke Tabone. Of course, it went around on uh, earlier in the week at Warrigal Wednesday, I think it was, at Warrigal around second last, but she was able to turn the tables here for Kezi, and uh, great to see the Queen of Harness racing back and um, getting a well-deserved win uh, there. So well done to Luke and uh, Karen Manning. So rightio, start of the show, we will be, um, we'll go to the Inter-Dominion. Um, I will be touching on um, uh, the uh, New Zealand racing. It was terrific racing over New Zealand yesterday, Group 1 racing day. But we are going to hopefully, Greg Sugars is going to... Um, answer the phone he actually could be there and i won't be able to hear him because i didn't realize i haven't got my things he is hello there. hey mate guess what you got to have what? your you got to have your headphones plugged in so you can hear the person at the other end it does work it does work a lot oh, better i haven't got any headphones with me unfortunately no, no i had to have mine plugged in not yours i, I couldn't hear you, so i apologize for that mate but uh firstly welcome to talking trotters mate Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> very organised as I am. I told you I'd be live. Um, <laughs> very organised. Um, congratulations. Uh, overall, on the end of the minion for a start, mate, can, um, been brilliant for you. Well done. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's you know probably exceeded expectations overall. You know, obviously coming up here with high hopes with just believe, but uh, the other fellow better eclipse. He's uh, done a marvellous job, so we certainly can't complain with the results so far. Five heats, is that right? Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, something that, yeah, obviously we would never have dreamt that that would be possible. You could bring a horse up, um, two horses up, one in each division and uh, and nearly go through um, undefeated. It's, uh, yeah, quite amazing really and something we're very proud of. Yeah, you should be. And I think the industry needs to celebrate it as well. Um, I love that there's some people doing some social media behind the scenes stuff with you as well. And um, I know uh, I've been fortunate enough to do a little bit with yourself and Jess over the journey, mate, and it's not fake. You guys absolutely love your horses and... Um, I'm sure the, uh, I suppose, the association you've had with Just Believe over the last 12 months, you probably pinch yourself that you'd ever have an association like that with a horse, let alone a horse that you've been able to, to train and guide through the journey. Yeah, you're spot on there. He's, um, he's just such an incredible animal all round, uh, not, not only just you know, on, on the racetrack. Obviously, he's a wonderfully talented horse, which, um, which always helps, you know, uh, Put him in a good, uh, a positive, um, you know, light, I suppose. But um, off the track, he's just an absolute pleasure to be around and uh, a real character. And yeah, I've spent, spent that much time with him one on one, uh, you know, over this year. That uh, he really is a mate. Um, it is. They're the sort of thing they make movies of. Um, you know, the, the association used to have had. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I don't know we'll ever go that far get a movie made about us, but uh, yeah, no, you, you're spot on. It's um, you know, and it's just you know, a lot of those stories probably go untold in a way, and a lot of people don't realise the connection that people have with with horses and animals, um, you know, across their their journey of their life, and um, yeah, it's something very special. Do we undersell it, Greg? That love affair. Um, I, I bang on about it. Like I, I constantly say, I'm not about the punt. I understand we need the punt. We need the uh, betting turnover, and we need to grow our product and to get more prize money to get more people involved. But do we undersell the uh, the love or the what some of these horses mean to us? And and not just a horse like Just Believe either, because some people have horses that might only win one race, but it just means so much to them. And uh, do you think we undersell it a bit? Yeah, like I say, a lot of those stories go untold, and um, you know, a lot of people even can be relatively close to 
stables or, or you know, or, or participants um, and not realise you know, what it actually means to people and how much time they spend with them and, and the bond that they that they have with um, with with their racehorses. And, um, yeah, you, you're right. It's, you know, the harness racing obviously fundamentally is a business and, um, you know, there's obviously a very business mentality that has to go um, along with everything we do. But um, there's that certainly there's a massive um, personal side to it that, um, yeah, is largely understated. Yep, and there is such a love. And we've got like people like Bev Williamson, she's on there and she watches all the time from New Zealand. You know, huge family involvement and things along those lines. They've had a great ride with some ripping trotters themselves um, over the journey. And I'm sure they're hoping to again. They had a good winner over the weekend with Empire City. So, um, yeah, but that, the, the whole family's involved in it and we grow up and, uh, yeah, we sort of can't get away from it either. It's one of the more weirder, weirder parts of, of, about it. Um, I've got last week's win on, or last Saturday night's uh, win on the board, Greg. Um, and I've, I've already asked Jess this question, so I know the answer. But what's changed with this horse? Because he looks bigger and he looks stronger. Now, Jess tells me he weighs the same as what he did when he went overseas. Um, and even before last year's into the meeting, he's still at the same weight. But just, yeah, correct. But something just, something just looks, I don't know, more, I don't know, on track. He just looks bigger to me. Yeah, it's a little bit hard to uh, pinpoint or put it into words, I think, or, uh, someone that's not around the horse to sort of uh, explain it, I, I think. But, um, yeah, physically, yeah, you wouldn't know really any difference in the horse, but we've certainly noticed a difference just the way he came back uh, from a spell here and he's, you know, in the first couple of weeks of just light jogging or whatever. It was just, just the way the horse was around the stable and everything. He was just far more in tune to everything that was going on and, and very switched on. And um, he was always a very switched on professional racehorse, but he's sort of his overall racing mentality has really gone to another level, um, you know, since he's had that um, overseas experience and uh, and probably a break from, have, you know, after having such a, a lengthy campaign at, um, you know, the highest level that he's ever raced in. And um, it's really held him in good stead. He's sort of uh, come through the experience um, extremely well and seems to have gone to a, to a new level as a racehorse. When you, when you left him overseas, did you... Yeah, you know, I know you, we spoke, uh, I think, initially when you first got over and then we spoke again before he started this campaign. Did you did you dream that you'd win three heats of an Inter-Dominion with him? Like, I mean, was, you know, you were hoping to get him back and hoping to have him competitive for Queensland, but you weren't sure, and if he wasn't ready, you weren't going to rush him. Obviously, this has exceeded your dreams, but, like, did you think you'd get him back like he is? Um, you were... Well quietly confident that you know if we could get him back to you know how he was you know, before you know his performances through the melbourne into the minion if uh, we were sort of pretty confident we could get him back to that and um and yeah all going well we thought you know we'd have a chance of, of doing what we've gone ahead and done but um yeah during the sweden campaign and us you know how grueling that was and how everything went uh, at that very point in time we were probably thinking you know what if this was a bad decision long term for the horse and he didn't you know get through it the trip home and if you sort of i suppose not not waiting for something bad to happen but you sort of uh everything had sort of gone too well for the most part you sort of thought well maybe a luck will change at some point in time but 
thankfully it hasn't. And, um, yeah, the horse is, you know, like I said, I think he's, he's better now than what he was um, 12 months ago. But, um, yeah, we were just, just hopeful and we, we sort of thought, you know, if he came back, you know, somewhere similar, that um, we'd have a horse that was going to be obviously highly competitive in this series. Did you, um, was there a point in time bringing him back up, like maybe his first trial or one workout where you said, actually, he's back, he, he's he's good? Can you remember a point or or has it just been a slow progression with him? Um, yeah, there was um, really, really, like I said, uh, this whole preparation since he came back into work, we, I sort of thought, um, you know, Jess and I had, had so many conversations along the way, to, you know, tracking where he's at and checking the calendar and working out our program of where we need him to be, Um at any given point um we sort of thought yeah he's he's feeling really good we're on track everything's going to be right we'll get there um but i don't think it was until it was probably his last real serious hit out um when the race didn't stand up we had him nominated for a race at melton um before the before he eventually raced in the breeders crown final um so when that race didn't eventuate i think he's the next week we had a really good hit out at home and um, yeah, I, I come off the track beaming and said to Jess that, um, yeah, this horse is ready to go. He just, he felt then that um, he was really in the zone. And thankfully, he um, he proved that with that first up win at Bendigo. Yeah, and it was a sensational win that was. And it's proven to be a pretty good form race too, um, coming off it. Uh, I did have a, uh, a little dig, I suppose. I got a bit of a result, but I said that um, I think Muscle Mountain was the best horse in the Southern Hemisphere. I'll, I'll happily say right at the minute I'll change my opinion of that. I think definitely, you know, Harry, Harry is. But I do think the depth in trotters that we've got on both sides of the ditch is outstanding. And um, uh, I think this Queensland into Dominion, um, which is something of a novelty in a way because of the trotters, they don't have the depth in the fast-class trotters. But it's highlighted yep. how great the trotter is for our industry, um, full stop. The, the New Zealanders, I've been over there. They've all been watching it. They're all admiring him. They love Queen Alita. Uh, you know, Olivici, he's stepping up. People are so, you know, and even a horse like Adele, who's New Zealand bred. Um, the, the trotters are really, you know, they're bringing, the, they're bringing the industry back to the people, I think. Yeah, absolutely. There's something, there's something is special about, uh, you know, the high-class trotters. They sort of really, um, they're a pleasure to watch. They're a pleasure to be a part of, um, if you're lucky enough to be associated with one. But they do seem to capture... Um, the racing public's attention um, probably more so than than the paces uh, to to some degree, and I'm I'm not really sure why that is to be honest, but uh, it certainly seems to be something that's sort of consistently happened, um, you know, for a long long time now. So um, yeah, the trotting gate has just improved so much, you know, over the last sort of um, decade or so. Um, that you know the the, the quality of, of horses. Um, you know, in in Australia is and New Zealand is just uh, it's just incredible, and it shows you know we're we're world class in the Southern Hemisphere, and it's um it's so pleasing moving forward. Um, your Swedish trip before we get on the barrier run, I won't hold you much longer, right? But you, this, the, sorry, the overseas trip. I shouldn't say Swedish because it did start. Well, no, it was Swedish the whole time. You didn't go anywhere else. Sorry. Um, it it probably didn't go to plan as far as like you wanted to get a winner on the board if you like um, with that trip, but I don't know if you're aware like the job you guys have actually done at selling the industry down under um, by going across there and 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 other horses have done prior as well. But um, the following that you've got like I've seen a lot of stuff on social media 
uh, where people are embracing Harry like because they know him because he's been over there in a you know a trotting dominated country um, and the social media stuff that's coming out off the back of that and they're tuning in to watch him and they're getting behind him it's um it's an amazing effort that you guys have done in selling our industry overseas yeah it's just quite amazing something I never thought I'd be a part of uh, anything on that scale but yeah, it's certainly not lost on us what that um, that experience has not only done for us um, personally, but what it has done for, for the industry as a whole. Um, yeah, the amount of attention he gets from overseas people when anyone puts a post up with him in it, um, you know, the, the amount of comments and likes on him just far exceed anything else. In, and uh, that's just, it's just mind-blowing that uh, how much attention is uh, is still coming our way. And not only for us, but it for, for the for the industry down here, um, people are so, so much more aware of the horses that are going around down here now. And uh, I think they'll continue to, to be interested, um, especially at the top level racing for, for quite some time. So it's, um, yeah, just, just phenomenal really. So hopefully it's something that the, the whole industry can uh, continue to build on in the future. I think it's uh, one of those cool things too, part of that, Greg, though, like you ran second to one of the best horses in the world, just sat outside of him. Um, for over a thousand meters anyway um and ran second and went terrific and got so much admiration from the people over there then people run second and third to you and i think you know i think they're quite happy with that because you're this horse that's been on the world stage and and they almost take it as a win yeah exactly right and sort of we we come away from that um from that race um you know feeling like we're winners because francisco zed as you say he's probably uh he's arguably the best trotter in the world um at the moment and yeah to, to sort of race the way we did up against him was was such a fantastic feeling and um, you know everyone was all too happy to let us know in case we weren't aware of how good we went <laughs> um, so it was quite amazing really and uh yeah i i i, I think well, you're right that you know people were in a very fortunate position now down here with harry that um he's he's kind of getting that sort of similar presence about him um here now and um you know it's great to see that you know people are still getting behind us and happy to see us win and um you know happy to be a part of it um this is talking trotters mate um and i will get on to it just very quickly though jimmy how's he um come through the heats he's he's done lara j farm a brilliant job mate and he's been a you know a favor a stable stalwart for a long time now and he just seems to be getting better every time yeah, absolutely. He's just been a phenomenal horse for us. Um, you know, he's really taken us to, to new heights um, on his own right. And, uh, yeah, sometimes we, um, Jess and I just sort of said uh, the other day that sort of he's, he's getting, you know, put on the, on the back burner to some degree um, because Harry's getting uh, all, all the major accolades. But, you know, just even this, this series alone, if, if Harry wasn't here, you know, what he's been able to do is it's just been amazing. And, um, you know, would be just absolutely doing cartwheels just uh, on his performances alone. So, like, yeah, we just think ourselves that fortunate to have two wonderful horses um, at the same period of time that are uh, that are performing at such a high level. It's uh, it's 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 quite amazing, and it's uh, something we're not taking for granted. 
Oh, no. I, well, you can tell that. I think the way, as I said, the way you guys are uh, putting it out there, you're doing an awesome an awesome job. He's had 58 starts now, 20 wins, 900,000 in stake, and he's paying second fiddle to his uh, travelling companion. It's a bit unfair, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, and they're, you know, they're both great characters of horses too. And, um, you know, you're sort of, you know, we're giving one a pat, the other one's like, hey, what are you doing? Come, come over here and pat me. You know, it's, uh, you've got to, got to try and uh, give them both equal amounts of attention because they both very special uh jimmy didn't draw the best in the barrier draws i've got the pacing fields up there um a little bit unfortunate especially with your main rivals all drawing very well greg yeah but uh it's it's probably actually a good draw in a way for him um yeah he's at this top level i don't think he's not the horse that we want to be in the hustle and bustle early anyway so over the long trip um you know, he he's sort of got to be guided by what happens around him more so than what he can get out there and do himself, in a way. And um, yeah, the more I look at the barrier draw, even though you know a couple of those big guns have drawn better on paper, I think um, it's going to be a keenly contested race. Um, you know, to find the right position for those those runners, and uh, something that thankfully I don't have to worry about thinking about tactics too much early, and uh, just have to sort of adapt or see how everything unfolds so i think that'll really suit him um it's certainly not going to be an easy task of course coming from out the back um giving those horses a head start but um yeah if if it's a truly run race and you know he has no bad luck and performs as well as what he has his uh last couple of runs up here then then yeah i'm i'm we're going into the race thinking we're, we're certainly a live chance um uh to, to be in the finish at least no, absolutely we've got plenty of people watching darren garrard um, who's having a good run with his horses up there, full stop, plus a major sponsor for the industry is watching, so thank you very much. And Diane Riley, all of them. Where are you? You're not you're not out with all these guys at the minute, are you? Uh, no, no, I was uh, at the barrier draw function. We've actually just got back to the stables about uh, 15 minutes ago, so, um, yeah, I'm just looking at the boys here in the paddock, and they're sort of wondering why I haven't brought them in and fed them yet, but, uh, yeah, I'll be doing that as soon as I'm off the phone with you. Won't, I will not keep you much longer. Um, you um, have drawn very well, though, um, or what on paper anyway, what appears to be very well with Just Believe in the Trotters, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that was that was uh, pretty important um, to get a good draw. And, um, yeah, he is one that can, can make use of that uh, and, you know, be, be put in the action early. And we know he's not going to shirk the issue late. So, um, yeah, pretty pleased with where he's situated on paper. So, um, at this stage, yeah, everything's sort of ticking along really nicely with him getting through the runs really well and, and come up with a good draw. Far better than the outside the back row he had to contend with last year. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty excited and pretty happy, um, to say the least. Just quickly, mate, too, I tried to get Kylie on last week, but um, we've got Patrick Tompkinson saying on there, we love it. Uh, we love when Lara J is winning, but he might be a little bit biased uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there. But uh, both girls have done an awesome job um, as well, winning races, um, I thought Kylie's drive in the uh, stall cup was breathtaking because he'd come off a massive handicap, 50 metres around stall. Uh, yeah, that's It's an awesome effort. And uh, to get the chockies for the stall cup while, while away and deputising for you, you must be wrapped with um, with both the girls and the wins that they're getting on the board for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, both Amy and Kylie are doing a wonderful job. And, um, yeah, that stall cup victory was... Uh, you know, if you haven't actually paid too much attention to one overall, or that, you know, people haven't sat behind him, uh, no, it's actually not an not an easy task to get him round, especially in fast time around a tight track like Stall. So she handled him super well, and 
And, um, yeah, the ones Amy has driven, like First Dance and VMG McRae and Triple Eight, you know, she's she's had them in the right spots and, and they've hit the line well for her every, every time. So, um, no, they're doing a super job, which is uh, great to see. Uh, moving forward, I can uh, spend more time traveling with these boys. <laughs> There's some discussions about, uh, uh, about that. Hey, um, one overall, look, we talk about horses and, and uh, thing. He seems like a horse that's been around forever and a day. He's only a five-year-old. Like, and he does seem to be getting better, Greg. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. No, he's, he's, you know, still a big baby in, in many respects, probably mentally more than anything. Um, and, yeah, he's he's a very talented horse when he puts it all together and he's uh, in, in the right frame of mind. And, um, you know, we've always sort of said that, that we pretty much had him at the same similar time when we got Harry up and going. And... Um, on sheer ability, we don't think there's a hell of a lot between them, really. But um, Harry is just such a professional, um, you know, foolproof, well-mannered racehorse that um, has allow- allowed him to sort of reach the heights he has uh, been able to reach. Um, whereas one overall is uh, the complete opposite. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he really makes you work for the money, and um, and yeah, you're not sure what you're going to get on any given day sometimes. So he's a little bit hard work. So we've got him at both ends of the scale there, but. Um, he's done a massive job this preparation he's just gone out for a little break now and um, he's come a long way in his manners so um, as you say yeah, only a 5 year old rising 6 so that's still plenty of time for him to sort of uh, continue that maturity and um, yeah hopefully um, he can sort of uh, enter races like this down the track. Had Bev Williamson on before I think it's her breed actually is uh, the one over Kenny family I know Lex Williams yep. breeding but I'm pretty sure it's out of um, all Bev's family so and the Williamson's family so it's a brilliant family and it's close, oh, closely related it's to a mare, mare that you've seen a fair bit of just lately so Queen Alita so, yeah. that's right no just a wonderful family just every branch of it has just produced uh, high quality horses um, so yeah just quite amazing really what they've uh, what they've been able to achieve as breeders Mate, I don't worry about getting exclusive. I like to just have the facts and everything else like that. And I don't expect you're going to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, try and get an exclusive. Lots been spoken about going back to Sweden. The trot slots um, is looking very, very inviting now over in New Zealand as well. Has there been an invite extended from Europe at the minute, or is that still still to play out? No, yeah, that's all still to play out. There's obviously been interest. There was, you know, from from the moment we left, that um, they sort of hoped that you know would uh, entertain the idea and coming back if everything was going well with the horse. So, um, yeah, I would imagine if you know if they're serious and everything uh, is is um, looking okay for that, um, those sort of invites won't come until uh, well and truly into the new year. Um, there has been some. Uh, interest uh, for the slot race in New Zealand which is obviously around similar time and um, yeah that's just something we've, we've sort of haven't discussed as as uh, with the ownership group yet of where we're going we've been firmly focused on the on the Inter Dominion of course and then getting him back to Melbourne and uh, looking at the feature races there in the new year and um, but yeah certainly after this carnival's over and we're back home and uh, we'll have a discussion and sort of think um, think about uh which way we're likely likely to head but um certainly both options are are well and truly available to us at this point in time it's an amazing how things turn sliding door moments isn't it um harry was going to be going across to the greens uh take on elder baron zeus um over there um and those sorts of races and uh i can't remember your exact wordings but he just wasn't quite right but it had something more to do with an invite to, 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 to to go over overseas but just that sliding door moments i don't think 
he would have been lost to our industry and how good he's been. But just I think the job that you've done as an ambassador since, and that that trot slots now that's pretty exciting as well because um, as I said, Muscle Mountain is getting set for that now. As is Oscar Bonavina. Um, he's been so dominant over there. Queen Alita's slot has been announced. She's the only one. Um, and there's a few more still to come. So it's going to be a pretty exciting race that over there in Cambridge. Yeah, no doubt. No, it's a wonderful, wonderful initiative, um, you know, for the industry. It's something to sort of get uh, excited by and, um, and aim towards if you're, you're lucky enough to have a horse of that calibre. So, um, yeah, it's certainly an option that, um, that we're definitely uh, keeping open and uh, very interested in. So, yeah, full credit to everyone that's got that off the, off the ground and um, I'm sure it's going to continue to, to grow in years to come. No, absolutely. It will have an international flavour to it and maybe Old Baron Zeus, but I know um, there's some chance with Harasta Trotters, with an Italian trotter in work, that, that he could be targeted at that too. So there's going to be a fair bit more intrigue to play out in that race. It's um, going to be fun. Thanks, Greg. I will see you Saturday night. I'll be up there, so I'll look forward to catching up with you there, mate. Um, but well done for everything you've done with this horse um, and Lara J Farms, the job you guys have done. Not only uh, getting him back to the races, but also presenting him as a, um, you know, like an ambassador for our industry, mate. So thank you very much for joining me and well done. No worries, Polly. Thanks a lot. Thank you. We have uh, Greg Sugars, um, just does an amazing job. The whole family, uh, the whole team there, just uh, terrific ambassadors for the sport. Brad Steele is watching. We've had plenty of people uh, tuning in there. Patrick Tompkinson uh, is uh, Greg's brother-in-law. Anyone wondering where uh, that little bit of cheek might have uh, come from? Um, of course, married to Amy. I think, um, where how can I read this? I think the bond we have um, with Standardbred is quite different for it, to the thoroughbred industry. Our horses are part of our family. And, and I tend to agree with that, Nelly, although I think also, and it's the importance, I believe, of telling these stories, I think sometimes, and showcasing what actually happens with these horses and why we fall in love with them so much. And like Greg said, it's not always the horses that are winning in Sweden, if you like, or, or getting invites to Sweden that um, are so special um, to us. And I think we've got to do that. You saw Winks. Um, uh, I think some of the best documentaries you'll do is uh, listen, watch is Peter Moody with Black Caviar. There's one out there that's just you know brilliant. This uh, this horse and, and you know what they mean to these guys and still what they mean and the bonds they've been able to build. And I, I think, though, my thoughts are we need to sell this industry in a different light. We need to be able to change the way people think about us. All you see is red hots all the time. Anyone that listens to Greg Sugars, Jess Tubbs, Greg, uh, Chris Elford, any of these other ambassadors with these good horses in the way they talk about them, they don't ever, you don't hear people comparing them to motor cars or trucks or anything like that now. Um, they're high speed horses and they just do a brilliant job. And I think, um, yeah, I think we've got to start celebrating it and get them across overseas a bit more. I know Elderberry and Zeus, I believe, is on his way back. Duncan did ring me last week, but I was in, um, I was in uh, New Zealand. He rang me at some ungodly hour, which wasn't ungodly this time. But um, yeah, I've got to touch base with him and find out exactly where Elderberry and Zeus is, um, and what his plans are, are going forward as well, because he's another horse that. Um, we forgot about, but as I said, uh, in New Zealand, especially uh, the two-year-olds, the trotting derby was running one yesterday, and I'll get onto that in a minute as well. But um, yeah, there's some um, really, really nice horses. Uh, both sides of the ditch, we'll call it Southern Hemispherical Trotting, um, and it's super, super exciting. Um, 
to, to be able to see. Show Just Believes win there before. Uh, Queen Alita, of course, um, took out the other heat. It's her first win up there. She was being beaten twice, um, but she was awesome the other day and back to back to her best. Um, not that I think she was actually going that bad um, in any of those races, but jumped in the front. 27-9, 27-3 last two quarters. But one running away, hands and heels by Chris Elford um, and getting the chockies and broke that voodoo. Not racing in the um, owner's colours too, so was absolutely terrific. Beating Plymouth Chubb, who's been a revelation um, and done an awesome job um, going uh, up there. And then, as I said, Darren Garrard was on before and Sir Fahrenheit, um, and I'm sure he's so proud of his son. His son's had a terrific carnival as well, um, and they've got a player in the uh, in the Inter Dominion. Uh, final just uh, quickly before I get off that um, field there you got Mufasa Metro in one funny face two Majestic Lavros in three so Mark Gurry who hasn't been on so far tonight he's got one and three just believe Queen Alita Olavici um, they didn't space the NZ on that one so it's not Olavici NZ it's uh, yeah the space has got to go there Van Schenk Sir Fahrenheit Kent's Constantinople, uh, Plymouth Chubb, The Best Bourbon, Adele and Gus. And um, I will wear my um, hat of making this a smaller country or smaller division. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the 13 horses there. I have got an NZ moniker after their name, uh, people. So we don't need New Zealand trotters in our... In our system, we definitely do. The New Zealanders want the Australian horses over there as well, and we'll touch on um, the Aussie horse uh, race over there very shortly. But uh, yeah, we definitely need them on uh, both both sides of the ditch, and I think it's um, super super exciting. I'm going to stay with uh, Victoria with Australia. I've got a few races we want to um, be able to highlight. If you've got any other questions, though, please go from there. We've got plenty of people watching on YouTube. If you watch on YouTube, hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, and fire any questions in on what has been a breathtaking couple of days with the with the uh, trotters. Um, I've, got, I've just got to get my page um, back because I, I hate rustling through everything. And Demi Candy, hello to you, Dems. Um, I know who Demi Candy is, but uh, yeah, she comes up on my feed as that. Right, uh, Friday night. Um, am I going to go that way? Yep, I M. I do have the, the first of those horses. Uh, Volstead um, had a pretty good weekend, actually. Volstead win, winning both uh, divisions, uh, the two, the two of the main two-year-old trots uh, on the occasion. This uh, was third eye, so third eye is by Volstead. Impeccably bred harassed to trotters. Out of a better's delight mare in Roxy Maguire. Um, Patrick bred this horse, sold it at the Nutrient Sales two years ago. It's a purpose-bred horse. Gets up the sprint lane there for Matty Gaff. Tried to get Matty on. Matty's um, busy at the trials tonight, so he he wasn't able to get there. Beating Linking Bio and Magic Law. Shane Taylor did a good job uh, there. I think all that remains was definitely going to figure in the finish, but unfortunately jumped it off um, with about 100 to go. So he, unfortunately for connections, um, jumped it off on that occasion. But uh, he's a horse with a lot of ability, that is for sure. But third eye brought up his third win. Um, get it up. He uh, did one first up, actually, um, and then that was at Maryborough um, in the heat of the homegrown. Um, that's its third win, one in the Graham Lang, and then it's its second win this prep, um, but it's never finished further back than sixth, and it is, it is a lovely, lovely horse. So plenty of people watching and, and going on there, talking trotters, of course, brought to you by Woodlands and uh, What the Hill. Of course, the winner of 12 races and eight placings, $1.3 million 
in stake money. Um, so it was the Lang dynasty. Unfortunately, we didn't get the Gavin Lang, and uh, happy to have a little bit of a drive by. There was a, a trot at Maryborough the day before, two year old trot the day before. Uh, late in the season can be hard to fill some of these races, so I'm not that happy. Do we know whether Harasta Trotters are bringing Volstead back for another season? Volstead is back, Nelly. Hello, Jess Tubbs. You're a bit late to the party, but that's okay. Um, Volstead is back, um, is uh, contactable. Um, in New South Wales, I don't have anything um, up, but yeah, the frozen semen um, is back. Technically, the frozen semen never left, but um, is available um, at the minute uh, via frozen semen. If you go on to one of the sites, one of the uh, Facebook sites, uh, sorry, uh, Harness websites, you'll be able to find more there, Nelly. But uh, yeah, of course, Empire City winning, and I'll highlight that race in a minute, but it's probably the best two-year-old trotter. Um, if you like, in uh, New Zealand at the minute, um, and again, a filly, so, yep, so that's uh, where she is. Moonwalker took out the Wagon Apollo, the three-year-old trotters. Damien Burns, this was the next race. He, he uh, would have been wrapped in that, beating Grumpy. And Aetos Dimonos, I'll go with. Uh, Trish McVie and James Herbertson did a good job, actually, out, uh, out wide on that occasion. Shack the Anvil for Amy and Jess uh, getting the fifth there um we've had them on a, a little bit but moonwalker um damien burns does a pretty good job with his horses this horse now won four from 19 and forty-three thousand dollars in stakes and does a terrific job and then the third of the lang memorial if you like the scotch notch three-year-old trotting mile was taken out by virginia clowers um, another daughter of creatine uh, centurion atm sorry was moonwalker and this horse here is a creatine out of a Sundon mare, I keep saying about that for so many times, how, how often that actually does happen. Brent Lilly, James Herbertson, down the outside to beat the stable mate in Kai Valley, Amanda, and Paris Jamil for Alan Tormey. Alan's had a great week, but uh, yeah, good little filly. Good to see uh, for Arna Donnelly and the crew because Arna brought that horse over to Australia. She won she won two races while Arna was here, and then that's now brought up the third win. Quite a progressive little filly, that four wins now from 21 and $51,000 in stakes. It is the one thing I really love about highlighting some of these trotters at the minute too and the amount of stake money that they are, they are winning as well. Don't forget um, the Nutrient Equine Sales Race Series at Tabcorp Park on April 13. For the two-year-old trotters, I'll be racing for 75000 and for the three-year-old trotters, 155000 plus the paces over there. Finals are on April 13. Uh, the heats will be the week before. I think it is the fourth or the Thursday at Melton, racing for $1.2 million in state money, so make sure you get around that. And all of the uh, sales are up. Of course, Tasmania is the first sale. There is no trotters there, but there are 15 in the Queensland sale on the 11th of February, 10th of March for Sydney, 24th of March for Bathurst, and then Melbourne um, on the 14th of April. They are the nutrient sales catalog, uh, nutrient sale dates as well. And then the NZB standard bread as well. That catalog is out. I have those catalogs as well. Get in touch with me. Go to NZB. NZB standard bread. Sorry. .co.nz, don't put the dot after the B, just go nzbstandardbread.co.nz uh, to see that uh, full online catalogue. Um, and uh, yeah, there's um, a couple of horses that, uh, well, I suppose they have a, a role both sides of the ditch actually in a couple of the races that, that I will highlight um, in a minute. The Gumbauer Cup was run on Sunday. Uh, actually, I'll go through the Saturday night races because I'm uh, probably not going to go through all the results uh, this week just simply because I only got back to Australia this morning and it uh, was 
pretty been a pretty long day so um, but yeah but uh, Royal Charlotte back in the winner's stall, winner stall for Paul Miles Joshy Duggan great to see him Golden Sunset we had Juanita on last week bounce back with a second and Hammers Law that is knocking on the door for a win um, coming in third uh, that is for sure we've got a few people there a uh, bit off topic how is your little foal going Paul uh, I have seen many photos of him her Demi um, Depending on which one you're after, Demi, because we've got quite a few, um, and they're going terrific. We're very happy with them all. The other of the main trots on that night um, at Melton was taken there by Queen of Quebec. Queen of Quebec by Used to Me at a Cupid Seal Start. Queen of um, Used to Me, I think, had three winners that I quickly looked through for the week. Uh, Sean Gillespie, good to see you. I'll catch up with you when I'm up there in Queensland very, very shortly. Elder Baron Demi and El Rasamo for... Um, Dave Darbar Betty take him out, uh, filled the three spots um, going through there. Um, and Desiree's got on there saying that there's a nice follow the foal about Queen of Quebec um, on the harness racing um, uh, Victorian site um, going there. And you can follow that. So if you go along there, you'll be able to, to follow that uh, going forward. Um, bred by Harasta Trotters and of course the full roster of Harasta Trotters are there. Interesting one, I should have made mention of it before but you can see there EL Titan standing at Cobbity Farm in conjunction with um, Harasta Trotters um, and Honest Streak was also there. Classic Connection, now Demi's asked me about a couple of our horses that we love that filly at a Lucinda Mac. Uh, she's a real spunky little filly and of course Classic Connection stands there. I've been fortunate enough to see quite a few of the Classic Connections and their rippers. Uh, used to me, as I said, had three winners this week. Always ready on solitaire, and also um, is um, Shawnee is also available um, as well. Uh, don't have the website. You can get in touch with the team at harastatrotters.co.nz, and of course woodlandstud.co.nz. Sorry, go back. It's harastatrotters. I reckon I've got it here. Just give me a sec. Now, don't don't do that other one. We've got to do. Um, maybe I don't have it. That's a stay in roster. Um, it's harastatrotters.com.au is what it is. But anyway, so go from there, um, and you will be able to to find it. So yeah, the What the Hill Colt um is also in a paddock with a lather up. I know we're talk, talk, talking trotters, Demi, but um, yeah, they're both progressing beautifully. I'll try and get some photos. Don't like taking photos. Our ground's very dry here at the minute, so I get a bit reserved um, on that. So yeah, we uh, we have four, it's quite interesting. We have four standard bread foals this year. We recently had an American Ideal filly at a Union Alley as well, which we're very excited about. Everyone believes there's one other horse that my daughter's cuddling quite regularly. I hate to tell everyone, but he's not a standard bread. Um, he's by Budweiser. Um, he's a warm blood. I've had comments from people like Sean McNulty saying what a cracking type he is and things along those lines. Uh, been a bit cheeky leaving it up there and letting people think it. But uh, anyway, that's okay. So yeah, we love our foals. Um, thoroughly recommend both of the trotting size um, for the foals we have on the ground. Both perfectly straight horses. Um, good confirmation. Great attitudes. Um, the filly, of course, is out of Lucinda Mac. And anyone had anything to do with Lucinda Mac would know that she was hot. Um, in every way, so um, yep, pretty excited about uh, to, about both those Demi. So love to know which one you actually like, Demi. If it's a Lucinda Mac one or if it's um, Munro, as we more affectionately call him. Um, either one of those, I would imagine. The Gumbauer Trotters Cup was run and won yesterday. 
and bitter Irish luck. Mickey Blackmore is a great uh, watcher of what I do. I'd never get him on the phone. Um, he's a little bit shy. Got the chockies for Alan Tommy in front. Had to be Harry. Um, Harry's a great name for a standard bread. If you want to name your horse something that'll run, call it Harry at the minute. They're everywhere. For Damien Wilson into second. And Sean McNulty with Travel Bug. Ryan Sanderson back from his overseas journey. Um, gets into third. Just holding out from Wish Upon a Dream for Rebecca Morrissey. Another person who, who does tune in a lot. So well done to Mickey. Um, and that, that's a nice little mare, this horse. Um, she's by Father Patrick out of Sanita. Six wins from 26 and $50,000 in stakes. Um, again, so like I said, I like to uh, highlight these horses as they go. Radio for my Australian viewers, if you didn't get a chance to watch all the Group 1 racing yesterday, it was brilliant. Go to hrnz.co.nz to watch all of the replays. Just go to results, quite easy. Um, click on the links in the results and you'll get a full field update. Plus, just click on the video icon and you'll be able to watch all of the races in their entirety but they did have eight group ones on the day on what was a magic day probably uh one of the smaller fields it wasn't probably was one of the smaller fields for the day um was the race number two um my thing won't go irt ace of clubs two old trotters colts and geldings and it was taken out by tyron eros um horse only had four starts with two wins just going to the front now for johnny dunn uh john and robert dunn robert and jenna dunn these are the trainers uh, this little horse put the riding on the wall last start. He savaged the line terrific and uh, just runs away for a very, very comfortable win. I think a couple of these horses are getting um, tired. You can see Bob Butts, Wilma's boy, is quite a lovely horse, but he's just tired there. He's lost his action, lost his gait. Um, bring on the muscle for Brent Barclay was terrific. Uh, time for victory uh, was good for Ricky May as well, but all, all hats off to the winner. The second horse, though, um, is a really good little story. Um, and that is for uh, Caleb Bublitz. Um, whoops, you can't see it there. I'll get it down a little bit. So Caleb Bublitz. Um, and Caleb has only had one horse in work. He works for the Williamsons, I'm pretty sure. Found out last week. So he's had five starts as a trainer for a second and a third. Not bad. Your second is in a, uh, in a group one. And this horse, the Merck, um, has done a terrific job um, by Royal Aspirations, a son of Sundon, Royal Aspirations over there, stands for, I think, um, $1,200. I haven't seen Emily on. Emily and Desiree are some of my best contributors to what I do, but, uh, yeah, they'll go from there. And, of course, he, uh, the only horse he has trained is the Merck, um, of course, and it's five start for a win and a second. And a, a win is knocking on the door, uh, that's for sure. Never looked up the family. So this, there's a mare by Majestic Sun, so you don't... Um, you start to see that out. My, uh, Majestic Sun does an awesome job over there. So uh, Massive Merck is the second of those. I wonder if that horse is going through um, the yearling sales by Muscle Mass because there is another horse I am going to highlight uh, in a minute. Hello. Oh, no, it's not Juanita. It's, uh, yeah, no, I don't know where that name comes from. But, um, yeah, thanks to everyone who is getting involved in the show. Um, I do... I uh, really appreciate it. That's better. I had uh, had the wrong screen on. But, uh, yeah, Tyron Eros, um done a great job for Connections. He's by Majestic Sun. Um, four starts now, two wins, $77,000 in stakes. Of course, he picked up $61,000 yesterday with the group, $110,000. Terrific money on offer. It was a great race meeting um, going from there, through there. So, and uh, I had Bev on before. I don't know if Bev's still watching, but... Um, 
We've got Empire City out in front. This is a really, really progressive horse. Um, the Williamsons don't mind travelling either, so I wouldn't mind uh, tipping a few of the Aussies to keep a, a little eye on this horse now. Six starts, four wins, $100,000 in state money for a two-year-old uh, filly. Um, not sure she's set one New Zealand record as well. In front for Ricky May. I'll actually try and find that little stat that uh, came out about uh, Ricky May. Gets up and beats um, Lucky Mum in the red. The two horses in the red colours are widest. One is Lucky Mum. Princess Sadie is inside of that for Maddie Williamson. Get up for and run second, third. High step, uh, the Purden horse into fourth. Uh, of course, winner of the uh, the Redwood. Um, and then Freya, a beautifully bred horse for the Hopes. Um, coming in um, in fifth, but uh, cracking bunch of horses. Some really nice races in that. Aspirational Dreams, a nice filly for Tony Barron. Uh, Judy J for the Tomlinsons, also another horse with uh, a lot of ability. To be honest, I think you can follow just about all of those horses. Beck Morrissey, hello to you, uh, with a little bit of um, confidence uh, there as well. Uh, Lucky Mum, I mentioned before um, about the uh, NZB sales um, coming up. And so Girls on Film has a, a um, Pastor Stephen going through this year's sale to be held at Caracas. It's 167, so I'm going to say it's on the Tuesday um, um, that sale will go because the trotters are in with the paces. And it, it is actually a funny one. Sorry, I didn't realise I, had, I didn't have it onto that screen there. So Lucky Mum by Father Patrick, and it is Save a Prayer is the horse that will be offered up uh, for Taffy, Todd Anderson. Um, he got a winner here in Australia as well, so Taffy um, Limited um, and Taffy Bloodstock. I think they go by as well from time to time. But they have a Pastor Stephen going through the sales this year. And because Father Patrick and Pastor Stephen being full brothers, um, so technically it's only a three-quarter because, um, you know, out of the dam uh, by similar sire lines. But you could say that you could nearly, in blood, um, you could nearly turn around and say that it's a... Uh, a little bit closer than that you could nearly say it's a full brother because pastor stephen stands at lower long farms um here in australia so uh yeah um it's an interesting one but i did see that and it did find the line terrific for andre portman um and dave and claire mcgowan and of course dave and claire um own adele going around as well and that was one thing i was going to point out actually um while i'm on that um was with um orlando vici of course um just Believe, Olavici, and Adele. One, two, three, um, all in the heats of the uh, Inter Dominion. So I think, again, just a, another terrific effort um, to buy them. There's two more trot races. Now, I want to know. I I can tell there is definitely three that have um, done it this year. We have had three fillies win derbies, the same state, Derby and Oaks. Of course, um, uh, oh, David Miles' horse's name, who was just left me. I was going to call it Walking on Sunshine, and that's where I'm in all Rocking with Attitude won the Queensland, Derby and Oaks, and the New South Wales, Derby and Oaks. Um, so that's definitely one. South Australia. Now, someone from South Australia might be able to help me, but um, I can't think of that horse, but I know there was definitely a horse in South Australia that did the same thing. And now, Sonny's sister. Uh, for, for the Duns, Robert, Jenna, and Johnny in the sulky gets the chocolate. He's four back the fence in the uh, traditional done colours, the black with the uh, white stars, red sleeves, and a white armband. 
just getting a beautiful run. Not as promised, out three deep. He only got two deep for one straight, um, and he was outstanding to hold on and run fourth for Nathan Dawson and Graham Dwyer. He did did them very, very proud, I must say. Uh, Mel Zadell getting to the front. Todd Mitchell, uh, Bernie Hackett. He gave it a big push when I interviewed him, but you have a look at Sonny's sister. She joins in like she wasn't even in the race. This is a filly that was doing quite a few naughty things, if you like, um, going into this race. But yeah, she put pay to quite a few of those horses um, and run away with that um, to come away and beat Melzadel. High energy for Mark and Nathan Purden in third. And the Australian horse, hats off, he went terrific, not as promised, and uh, gave those guys a terrific sight. Aurora Kenny is also a filly as well. So the fillies, one, two, three, the first gelding home was not as promised to the Australian. Um, five, six. The first colt home was seventh. And that was confessional uh, with Paul Nan um, going into there. Um, and unfortunately, one of Paul's horses uh, had a little bit of a mishap and is retired. And I think it could be the Ivy League, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, delightful Tammy took the South Australian Oaks and South Australian Derby, but not, but not SA Derby. Ah, okay. That's confused me a little bit, but rightio. Yes, so that must, not the trotting derby. All right, Desiree's onto that one. I actually thought it did win that one as well, but um, okay. But um, yeah, but uh, no, terrific. Um, and again, talking you know, with Greg and uh, some of the races, and of course it'll come up too quick, I think, for horses like Sonny's Sister, and even Mel's Adele, but you just don't know where the next slot of superstar horses will come from. But I can promise you, keep an eye on the New Zealand three-year-old fillies for next year because there's some real class acts um, amongst them, some terrific horses. Um, they're going, you know, going right through their classes. It's really, really exciting, um, the depth um, in those there. And then the mar last of the trot races, um, and he has just come back an absolute marvel um, this time in, is Oscar Bonavina. Three back defence, Mark Burden. Um, I said go back and watch the races. Uh, I don't know whether Mark was all that happy with his drive, but it come off um, and went terrific. Gets up and beats Majestic Man, Brad Williamson, in front. The old boy, um, he's been an old marvel. And he uh, looked like he'd nearly pinched that time up the hill. Sarah O'Reilly's in Australia now. I think she might have thought she was half a chance here for a little bit to uh, to take out this race um, on the card. It's not. It is a Group One, um, but went terrific. Resolve for the Nans out wide. Unfortunately, Love in the Port jumped it off, but would have only run fifth, I think, anyway. Um, and then a couple of the other Harold Smith Euro Cash um, went terrific as well. But this horse, Oscar Bonavina, he's just been a revelation this year. A lot of Australians, if you speak highly of a horse like Oscar Bonavina, they'll think who. Um, where is it here? I'll, I'll get this stat up actually. We'll put it up so people can actually see it. So this is their form. I love the way they do this in New Zealand. They itemise each year um, as to their earnings um, going through there. He's a horse that did come out um, as a three-year-old in Australia. He only had the two starts for, for nothing. But he was a very, very promising two and three-year-old. Um, ended up, he won um, eight as a four. No, that was eight as a... Well, that's a confusing year. That might have been the year they swapped their dates. Okay. But then you can see as a four-year-old, he had 10 starts, eight wins. Five-year-old, he had 11 starts for three wins. And then as a six-year-old, just lost his way. 13 starts, one win. He's come back. He's had 14 starts now, six wins, two seconds, two thirds, 
just shy of $300,000 in win stakes. She's won $315,000 in stakes. Um, and he is just an absolute revelation. He looks, absolutely looks awesome um, in, his, in himself. I spoke to Mark Purden about what is it that um, turned this horse around. Um, aha, so I was right, thank you. Um, um, yeah, so Bullion Girl took out the SA Oaks and SA Derby for the Trotters um, this year. So it's quite a little stat. I'll say on um, this horse, um, Oscar Bonavina, he won't be coming to the Great Southern Star. I don't think we're going to have any New Zealand interest at all. Phil Williamson's already spoken about Majestic Man um, won't be coming across. Um, well, he definitely wasn't going to take on Muscle Mountain, and I don't think you'll want to come over and take on Just Believe and Queen Alita in your own backyard, that's for sure. Uh, time up the hill resolve. Um, I don't think there's any indications from any of those guys to to travel with some of these horses as well. So uh, unfortunately, Aurora Australis will be predominantly an Australian-only race. Although there is the tease, he's yet to get there though. But um, the Italian horse of Harasta Trotters could add some real interest into it. Plus, Oscar Bonavina. I don't know where. Uh, sorry, not Oscar Bonavina. Elder Baron Zeus. I don't know um, exactly where it is. But that's a pretty cool little stat this year that now with Bullion Girl, so three different fillies have each won the fillies, the, the um, Oaks and Derby in respective years um, for for the, um, the Trotters, which is uh, pretty cool. I don't know too many times that that would have happened. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Bullion Girl, of course, bred by... Um, um, uh, I forgot the name now, but yeah, um, passed away earlier this year. So um, yeah, but uh, terrific, uh, terrific job for them and for everyone else. Um, what don't we just see? Uh, you never know if he's gonna gonna answer it. We can always try. Uh, Desiree's just typed something in. Uh, Bullion Girl's brother, Bullion Harry. Won his maiden in 22 on Humbo Town in the Daisy. Richard Matthews, thank you. Thank you, Desiree. I really appreciate that. Um, I just had a mental blank. Uh, Hamboltonian Day is on December 22nd, Friday, December 22nd. Uh, so that will be out uh, very, very shortly. Um, that we might just see. Um, I'll just send him a quick message and I'll... Uh, I, I get confused. Um, uh, one sec, we'll just find out. We might be able to find out where he's up to, Elder Baron Zeus, uh, very quickly. Um, get an update with him and a couple of the trotters as well, uh, if he can. He always comes onto my things. So, yeah, on the 22nd, um, unfortunately for connections, um, Bullion Harry has pulled out. It's been spoken about uh, for a few horses um, that have um, unfortunately had to miss um, miss out. I think someone was trying to tell me it was the muggy weather, which I I could believe that as well. So, Alan McDonough, hello to you. Al Benzira, hello to you as well. Um, plenty of people on there, and uh, as I said, we are talking. Try to, I was going to go back, actually, while I'm waiting to see if Duncan gets back to me, which he hasn't, and he hasn't read it, so I doubt we're going to get him, so we won't be too much longer. Uh, but one of the results that um, I did want to quickly highlight, uh, actually we won't we won't go quick. I'm awake. I'm going okay. We'll give Duncan five minutes to to get back. We'll quickly go through some of the results. Um, 
for last um, last week. We actually did Monday last week because of, um, actually, so yeah, that's fine. So there was one, hang on, I better go back because Melton was on. No, we did all of Melton, so no, we did all of those. That's right, so we're back here uh, to the uh, Tuesday. Uh, Duncan won't be coming on. He's in a, in a, um, a in a meeting, but that's okay. Um, so some of the trot races. So um, one thing Duncan's very passionate about, and a few other people are as well. The amount of trot races that um, Globe Derby are putting on now. So I think people need to sit up and be aware of it, and will we and you know be aware of it. And they go terrific, and they come back here, and they're still winning over here. But Phoebe Onyx, uh, Ryan Rohorik, he's got all over this. He's got plenty of them going over there. With he uh, got the trockies over. Um, sorry, Get Lucky and Illawong Moonbeam. Um, uh, Balmoral Hall won two for the week. Todd uh, Wiedenbach, Gator Pulicino in the cart, Irene Rose and Hurricane Ed actually won today. Um, so, yep, so it did win two in a week. Um, I knew it won somewhere. Their meeting got called off today, but that's okay. Avenal Eagle by Elder Baron Eagle, Aaron Bain beating Cavici and Wishing Zone, of course, by Wishing Stone as well. Now, I think there was still, there's another one. Yep, our Spitfire by Majestic Sun out of Teacher's Pride beat End Over Love and Elder Baron Styles. I reckon there's even nearly another one here yet. Uh, nope, that was it. So, uh, well done to to anyone that uh, won. Tuesday night, of course, was the Inter-Dominion um, trotting series. And I think you know, most people have actually seen those. But Olavici was just outstanding, beating Queen Alita and Gus. Queen, uh, Gus was outstanding. He just <laughs> ran out of his skin um, in that event. Uh, Majestic Lavros was terrific for Mark Gurry. And then Just Believe beating Plymouth Chubb and Mafasa Metro. Mafasa Metro's done an awesome job as well as Plymouth Chubb, um, Sir Fahrenheit. Yeah, they're in form, these horses. Well done, Jack Butler getting two horses into uh, the final. And, uh, yeah, stood down with a vet certificate. You can just see there, Bullion Harry. So, um, yeah, go on from there. We might just quickly... Let's see if uh, that was his first start. No, and that wasn't even. No, it wasn't his first start in the race because he contested a heat of the home ground. But you can see there, back on the 12th of October, 2020, he won his first race. Bullion Harry, he's now amassed $180,000 in stakes. So it's a good race meeting. Um, don't worry about that at all. That is the um, the Hambo Tamian Day on the 22nd um, of December. I think that's a Thursday from memory. I'll probably get in trouble in a minute because it may not be. Menangle, two-year-old trotters. The Arizona Blue was won by Maximus Meridius by Sebastian K out of Maximizing for the McDowells. Set a track record, I believe, this race. 156.3. Look at that for a two-year-old trotter. Um, and not sure if it was his first start or he'd only had a couple. Nine starts now, six wins, sorry. Um, and 67 $76,000 in stakes. Um, so, yeah, well done to the McDowells. Bit of fun for for those guys to be able to watch. Beating you, you conned me, a horse recently purchased out of New Zealand by Majestic Sun of Yukon Quest, Bev Williamson. Uh, they must breed a lot of horses, but this horse was recently purchased um, to race over there. I believe it's going to end up in um, Queensland early next year, but I could be wrong. And then Malibu. Uh, was second. Ah, uh, sorry, they had two more trots. Uh, Kylie's Life by Life Sign, pacing bred trotter, beating Mocker Fancy and Mystery Love, and Monarch Stride for the Randos. Uh, Lucas Rando, junior driver, so must be the young bloke, beating uh, Flash Clive Valley and Tiger T, another pacing bred trotter. Quite interesting, the last two trotters, 
uh, to head across to the New Zealand Derby from Australia have both been pacing bred trotters um, and both performed beautifully. The other one, of course, was Blitz and Calder. Um, so, yeah. Twixton, David Aiken had a terrific run. This was at Shepparton, beating My Jerry for Nicole Lear. And then Speedy Lover found the line terrific. I did watch that race live. Um, the time difference can play buggery on you in New Zealand. Sometimes it works for you, though. But, uh, yeah, really good little race. Uh, Twixton got to the front and won comfortably. But, uh, yeah, um, a good little race there. That was on the Tuesday. Wednesday was Warrigal. Um, there's only the one. Oh, no, there wasn't. There was two trots. Sorry, I looked at these. Imperial Wills, the old Marvel for Danny Mullen. What's he won? Stake money. Uh, said 216 starts, $250,000 in stakes, and I'm sure he'll be retired at some stage and possibly become a riding pony, that's for sure. Beating Medina Sky and Kiaran, we see there GC Calder, as I said earlier, Kieran Manning winning a first race. He went around earlier in the week and Tyrone drove him on that occasion, but Kezzy got the chockies today, so well done. Welcome back, Kez. And then Blanco Canyon. Uh, for Alan Lusanda, Lusada beating Rockford Peach and Mojito Madness. Um, that were the two races at uh, Warrigal. There was no trot at Swan Hill. Now, this is the only one that did possibly frustrate me a little bit um, here. A um, bit of programming and that. Maybe people need to have a look at it. Uh, this race, I'm a little bit scared to look at it. Halfhead between Here Comes Kai Valley and Yankee Lover. Mickey Blackmore nearly got a double for the week. Um, Brent Lilly's had a good time. Tristan Larson, good Kiwi young man. Um, and then there's a fair gap to the rest of those um, there. And overhaul Glorious Finale uh, and that. Uh, Prim's Luck, Neil McKellum. He got a winner today, Neil. He got a double on the day. He drove a pace a bit later on as well. Um, and he won a race earlier on. Peck, he's had a, he's had a good couple of days over the weekend, beating Montana Muscle and Mari Franklin. This race here is the one. Uh, this is the other one that was bred by Taffy Bloodstock, so it's a Kiwi horse, Chevron Muscle. Should have probably looked up to see if there was one out of that family going through the sale, but Hoppy. But when the Lang Classic falls over, the uh, I think there's only four of the boys, and we have um, this race on the day before with a full field, and quite a few of those were boys. It's a head-scratcher. People say there's no money in our industry, but it is an absolute head-scratcher, sorry, as to why that field was on the day before. Um, when we're trying to get a two-year-old trot for the boys and a two-year-old trot for the girls at Bendigo. And unfortunately, a race named after one of the legends in our sport falls over and we don't get it across the line. Uh, I don't understand that one. Need to be better than that. Tiamo, which does mean love you. Um, of course, being by love you. Got the chockies for Fred Spatiri, Jack Law, beating Raining Lilies. Um, uh, as well going uh, through there that's a I don't know where that one is I reckon that's a scam um, but raining lilies Nelly Melba um, little mare uh, so Barb Sedgwick um, and the other ladies they of course raced four lilies this mare now has won nine and eighty thousand dollars in stakes and um, giving the guys a terrific uh, sight let's just have a look at something We might not have to, might have to go back too far. No, because I reckon, where's her first win? January 15. I thought she, no, nah, Crown Heat, so she didn't race. I thought she actually raced in that Humbo day, but she uh, she didn't. Um, but yeah, anyone, Nellie Melba who gets in, that's where she gets her, well, she gets her love from uh, the, door, the mother. 
uh, for release by Monkey Bones, owned and bred by them. Ten, ten wins from 26 starts, but she was a very, very capable filly. Had a few, few issues of her own. And let's see what other foals that this mare has had. Because I reckon there's a pass. Of, no, there's a Volstead. Oh, unfortunately, died. Sorry about that. I didn't know that. Ox Knox by Majestic Sun has yet to start, and there is a Sebastian K, 2020, so a two-year-old uh, Lily's Tiger. So hopefully for connections that um, that that will um, get back to the races. I apologise for for that. Didn't realise the Volstead had passed away, so I apologise, Nelly, for that one. Um, not sure where I'm up to now. Um, Maribara, I didn't look at any more trucks because I got ang angry before. Oh, yes, I did. Elder Baron Delilah by Elder Baron Eagle. We had Elder Baron Daisy, Caleb Lewis, Matthew Craven. That was a double for Maddie. And uh, good to see Caleb back in the Wheaton circle. That other thing and Tricky Diamond. We're not allowed to name our horses after famous people because it's derogatory. And yet we can get away with a horse called That Other Thing. But anyway, and then Brett Shipway, one of the more likable blokes in the industry, got the chockies with Alzaya May beating Roll with Roscoe for Clinton Welsh and T Kuti Kitty um, going from there. Now, I mentioned Clinton because I think, well, Red Samurai did have a winner. I think it's here at Ballarat, Ballarat but I could be, could be very wrong um, here. Jazz Spur for Michael Bellman and the Hulls beating Star Down Under and Ellawong Lara J. And one Muscle Hill by Muscle Hill at Alandara's Pearl for Monty Burnett. Um, got the chockies there. Uh, nope, Bacardi Chick. But uh, Jarbella and Quick Witted. Um, another of the um, of the um, Bacardi Lindy's Friday, Saturday. I don't think there was another trot at Gumby. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe it was today. No, that was Horsham. So that horse got myself very confused here. That there is definitely a horse that's won by Red uh, Red Samurai. Uh, Starlight Red. Where was that at, Benny? Um, but it definitely won. I've seen it somewhere. Uh, GC Calder by I uh, got the chockies today, beating Illawong Illawong Bob, and she's a gem. I'm just wondering if it might have been a Globe Derby today. Uh, no, but this was here, of course, Barrymoral Hall by Angus Hall out of Queen's Vacation. That's a second win that horse had for the week. And then the other of the trot races to run for the week, another win for uh, Muscle Hill. Uh, horse, of course, out of a Sundon mare. Uh, Luke O'Neill um, getting the chockies beating Sammy Barbaro and Pies riding Shotgun, um, the one also I talk about a lot. And Starlight Red won somewhere. And I'm not sure exactly uh, where it won, won but uh, congratulations to Connections. But uh, yeah, Red Samurai, uh, Red Samurai is the sire of that, of course, by um, uh, Sundon, who is as well. Um, okay, now Desiree's put one in here. Uh, Hoppy NZ out of the granddaughter of Kathy Galleon, who is the dam of Chevron Express. She has Majestic Sun Colt 386 in Christchurch sales. So <laughs> thank you very much. Um, and that's the, one of the taffy ones as well. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Todd Anderson will be very happy with me. Uh, had breakfast with Todd the other day. So he, of course, on the board in New Zealand. Rightio, that is a wrap. We're talking sales. NZB standard bread sale. The trotters are intermingled with the paces. Um, both sides of the ditch, 18th of February in Auckland and 20th and 21st in Christchurch. You get the Monday off. 
but it is actually award night over there, so big celebrations going on there. I'm lucky enough to be involved in that, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then the NZ, oh, sorry, the NZ, the Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Sales commence on the 26th of January in Tasmania. You go right through to the 14th um, of April in Melbourne. Trotters everywhere, 17, I believe, on offer in Brisbane, the first where the trotters will be up on offer, and four of those are by What the Hill. And of course, What the Hill. Standing at the team full Woodland Stud for seven thousand seven hundred dollars NZ and sorry seven thousand plus GST NZ and seven seven here in Australia. Different rules for different countries. For more information, contact Mark at woodlandstud.co.nz or you can go to woodlandstud.co.nz for all details on not only him but all of the sires on of their list. As I said, the interesting quirk. Um, about that is there is two trotting sires um, on that roster in New Zealand um, and four of those have left trotters. But as Delight, of course, done a terrific job and down by the seaside has got a ripping trotter in North America as well. Um, but both those have full books anyway. An American Ideal and Lather Up available at Lower Long Farms. And of course, as I said there before, with um, um, Pastor Stephen getting a mention that um, yeah, he is also um, a full brother to Father Patrick. He is standing alongside King of the North, King of the North, well done to Haru. Uh, Lower Long Farms being the major sponsor on, on uh, Sunday, just gone, for the New Zealand Trotting Derby, taken out by the Bonnie Little Mare in Sunny's Sister. Um, done an awesome job. Thank you to everyone who's joined in the show. Thank you to everyone that's been a part of it. Uh, love the trotters. Could talk trotters all day, all night. Thank you very much to Greg Sugars. I think his uh, input was outstanding. The uh, highlight for the week coming up, of course, will be the Interdominion trotting final on um, Saturday night. Barrier draws are out. I hate the way they do these barrier draws. Um, I know why they do it that way because that's how they get released off the mobile, but it just seems so backward to me. But anyway... Barrier draws are there. Eight of the 13, of course, are, um, have the NZ moniker after them. If you're barracking for an Australian horse, it's easier to work out because Constantinople is an emergency. So you'll be barracking for the best bourbon, who was bred by Harasta Trotters, Plymouth Chubb, um, beautifully bred uh, horse, Just Believe, bred by Harasta Trotters, and Van Shank. And Van Shank is bred by the same gentleman that had Wobbly, whose name is almost there but anyway van shank of course started his career off with chris elford um, and done a great job so some smart people in the industry think that we don't need new zealand horses racing in australia uh without them that trotting field would look a far far lot worse so it's going to be super super exciting and to be able to follow the trotters going forward so tune campbell's comments as i said the guys from nutrien are flying me to queensland and I will be getting around to some of the stables um, and promoting and also on the night, catching up with as many participants before and after. Um, and the Trotters will feature very, very heavily um, in all of that. So thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Um, Talking Trotters will be back. Uh, no, it won't be back next Monday night, actually, um, because I will be potentially, I'm going to be in Tasmania. So stay tuned for that one. Um, when that may come on, I might even incorporate it uh, with Over the Ditch um, and that going forward, but we'll work that one out. Stay tuned. But we'll be back next week, potentially not Monday night, though. So um, stay a little bit tuned for that one. But thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in. Thank you very much also to the team at uh, Woodlands for their continued uh, contribution. Peter, Peter uh, Manning's birthday today, so happy birthday to Pete, and hopefully it's a good start to the week for him as well. So um, I think that's a terrific... Uh, 
Trish little thing that just popped up on my Facebook feed. But thank you very much. We'll be back. Thank you very much to Woodlands and What the Hill. And uh, keep, keep talking, try to. Side, yes, Mickey, with less than a 16th to go. What the Hill, a short lead. Lindy the Great to the inside. Yes, Mickey, coming to the wire. It's What the Hill and David Miller winning the. Pocket sitter turned first over attacker. What the Hill. And behind them, Dover Dan from in third. International money still got work to do. They're in deep stretch. And here comes What the Hill and Miller on the outside. What the Hill converting off the pocket trip to win the Canadian Tronic Classic. He won it by three going away. It's What the Hill. Third, three quarters, 124 and two into the stretch. Looks like a Chippendale appears to be on the verge. Crazy Wild trying to fend him off. Room at the rail for What the Hill. He's raging late. And uh, in heavy traffic is Pinkman on the far outside. Dason trying to close in. But off the rail comes What the Hill, the three-year-old. What the Hill to seal his division. What the Hill, then Dason. And then it was Pinkman third. And Mambo Lindy fourth. What the Hill in one.